0: While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century.
1: Welcome everyone to the Potapalooza version of the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast. I'm your host Vicki Nethling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. And today I am so excited to be interviewing Donna, Fairhurst. And let me tell you a little bit about Donna. So Donna is, as it says here, she challenges to refine you or define you as a surviving or thriving your journey through blindness, polio, divorce, bankruptcy, and multiple yo-yo to God. I want to know more about that yo-yo to God near death experiences she empowers this empowers Donna to live and teach zero to clarity principles, pivot powerfully from nowhere to now here. Human being versus human doing is a choice. And she cho- chooses to be now here. What great bio. But first I always ask everybody, where are you zooming in from?
2: I am very blessed to be zooming in from the unceded territory of the Silex and Okanagan peoples in beautiful Penticton, British Columbia.
1: Awesome, Uh, Canadian gracing my stage one more time. I loved your yo-yo to God to describe near death experiences. So talk to me a little bit about that. You know, I always say if if you're doing this back and forth with God, he has bigger plans for you and you need to make sure you take heed and do something about that. So talk to me about yo yo to God. Well, it's a coin
2: that I termed uh, that I that I a term that I coined rather um in my 30s because as a young child, I had a near-death experience at the age of one, which I don't recall. However, I've been told about it by my my parents and my guides and guardians and and spirit. And then in my 30s, 40s, and 50s, in each one of those decades, I had um, really uh, dangerous surgeries in which I died again Mm -hmm. and again and again. And I yo-yoed from earth to heaven, heaven to earth, earth to heaven, heaven to earth, three times. And each time I went, I stayed longer. And I integrated more of the principles of what is on the other side. And the first principle I learned is all there is, is love. On the other side, there is nothing but unyielding, unwielding, beautiful, all-expanding love. There is no judgment. There is no fear. There is no pain. There is no anxiety. It's love.
1: Mm.
2: I, as a, ch- as a little child, I, I didn't, you know, that's what I knew anyway. When I was an adult and I was going through, you know, convoluted medical and relationship issues, mm. that was something that I clung to. And then as I moved through my awareness of um, creating non-judgment in my life, as a tool from that, which I call the calm principle, um, my life started to change in the most miraculous ways. When I stepped Mm. into my power of who I was from those near death experiences and and the the failures that I had in relationship, in business, in life. Uh, And I recognized that failure is a divine tool.
1: Mm. It's a
2: gift from God's source creator, whatever that is for you. It is a gift to challenge us to adjust our ap- our attitude and, and just dig really deep. And we, in doing that, we have to rediscover that we are full of gifts mm-hmm. and that we are a gift. And we have to take those gifts and we have to apply them with intention and discernment. And we can discover so much more about our own energy and the energy of the other human beings with us. And I learned that you're either a human being on the planet or you're a human doing when you're doing, you're doing and doing and doing and doing. And generally you just end up with a lot of (laughs) doo-doo to start again. And when you get tired of shoveling that all into a bucket and throwing it away, eventually you choose the path of being. I'm just going to be me. I'm just going to be here now. I'm going to do what I need to do now. I'm going to celebrate all the goodness in my life and the goodness in others. And I'm going to expect that that's what's going to show up in my life. Mm. And when you do that, it doesn't mean you don't fall. It doesn't mean you don't skin your knees. It doesn't mean you don't have some friends that turn out not to be friends. Mm. It means that you live your life with the confidence that you're here for a reason not a season a reason you're here to be and to shine your unique light your unique mission give your unique gifts to everyone you see mm. and then wait
1: yeah wait it it flows you're like a river yeah. what your talk is falling or failing forward and as soon as i read that it made me just really visualize the fact that a lot of times we when we think of failure or we fail a lot of us stop are frozen but your talk is telling us that that failure is that step forward so talk more about that well i'll give you
2: a really good example in the past year i became uh, in 2022 i became a best selling author four times over in compilation in a compilation series called uh, women like me and in the last one book of the series uh, i was actually talking about failure in in the book and in in my chapter and i was so excited you know what it's like when you get your book the first one and you, or anyone and you got to look at the cover and you got to feel it and hug it. And <laughs> then you open it up and yeah, there's the, there's the title. There's, there's the table of contents. <laughs> you scroll down. What page am I on? And you flip to the page. You're so excited. And it's not there. <laughs> and you close the book again and you go back to the front and you go, yeah, there I am. Page 51. Go to page 51. Yep. There's my name. There's my title there's my subtitle, there's my famous quote, turn the page, my chapter's not there. This book has done full print, I've ordered 150 books, I've 50 books are already in a box on my desk, another 50 are coming the next day, and I am scheduled to give this talk on failure to a, a women's group in Penticton, a business group, and then to another group after that. And I need sixty books with that chapter in it to give away. Yes, and I got nothing. <gasps> now, I'm not going to say that I didn't have a panic moment. <laughs> I'm not going to say that I didn't. Oh dear God, what am I going to do? Because I did. So that I will phone the editor. So I phoned the editor and the the leader of this ship and said, hey. Uh, have you got the new book? And she said, yeah, my box just arrived. Did you get yours? I said, yes, I did. There's a problem. And she said, Hmm. problem. And I said, yes, my chapter is missing out of the middle of the book. And so is one of the other authors. She said, that's not possible. I said, open your book. (laughs) You opened the book and she just burst into tears. So how could this happen? How, How could this possibly happen? Everything was triple and double checked. I said, well, I don't know, but it is what it is. It's what now here. What are we going to do with it? She said, well, you know, I will refund you for these books and then we'll have to reorder. I said, well, that's okay. What am I going to do with the other books? And she said, well, you can you know, ship them back to me and I'll pay for the cost of shipping, or you can give them away to a women's shelter or to the hospital or to whatever this, the other stories are still valid and they're in there. It's just that yours is missing. And I'm, I feel terrible about that. And I said, well, okay, thank you very much. And let me know when we go to reprint and I'll reorder. And now I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to give this whole talk on failure. And then a little voice in my head said, how divine, what a (laughs) massive, beautiful chance. Oh my goodness. And so I thought, okay, you gave me the mission that this is actually a gift. Okay. What is the gift? The gift is that I get to choose again. The gift is I have to be aware and come into alignment and I have to take a different action. I have to have intention and inspiration to make a difference from this failure. I have to love myself. I have to love the book, regardless of it missing me. And I have to lean into this. And create some limitless way of handling this. And then I can bring unity. And I can bring infinite connection to source to this. And I can release the limiting belief that I'm a failure because this is a failure. And I can reconnect and restore myself. And I can evolve through finding value in the situation rather than evaluation. And so I sat down and I got my Word doc out. And I pulled it up and I printed it out. 105 times and I stapled it and then I took my talk and I stapled that too and I put it in the book where the chapter should have been and I took it and I gave the talk and I gave everybody the book with my chapter in it.
1: I was just sitting here thinking, you can make a great story out of that. And just, and and then you are just right on it. Way to go, Donna. Excellent. Thank you. I I do
2: feel it was a shiny moment. That
1: that, (laughs) I mean, really, because think about it. Think how many people listening to this would have just been angry and said a whole lot of words that they probably shouldn't have said and cussed out the the... Publisher and just badmouth them for the rest of their lives. And by grace, you did not even say who the publisher was. Very kind. But you went on. You did not freeze. You did not stop. And you didn't go backwards. Way to go, my dear. Way to go. Well, now let's
2: be clear. I am a human. I did (laughs) freeze for a moment. I did cuss out in the brain. That's the ego map, right? The ego map just wants to keep you safe. The monkey mind only likes continuity and that you're being fed. There's a roof over your head and you're safe. So when something feels unsafe... That chatter, that chaos, that evaluation that judgment comes into play, so you have to get out of there and into your heart mm. and that's where the solutions come from yeah. solutions are always heart based
1: that's exactly right exactly right that's what I teach leave yeah. your heart your head your hands it's so wonderful i I as the questions that I had for you kind of just all go around What was the focus now for 2023 for you to to be able to reach your ideal client? But you have such a great story as you talk to these people, as you go to these uh, presentations, um, summits and whatnot, and tell your story. What are some of the feedback that you're getting as you're, Getting to know these people in the audience about their failures, their setbacks that you can help them overcome or that, you know, your that your talk can help them grow.
2: Well, the first thing I do is explain how to judge, not judge, how to find value in chaos and incoherence. If you can find value in chaos and incoherence, you can move from calm and coherence, regardless of the person, place, or situation, and it's always about finding value Mm -hmm. in what's in front of you. You can't change what's in front of you. It it is what it is, so you have to find a value that you can work with Mm -hmm. rather than being stuck in judgment. Because if you stay stuck in judgment, the problem is just going to keep on cycling around. When you're in judgment, you're in management. And it's really hard to manage failure. It's it's a monkey mind thing to do. Mm -hmm. There's shame, blame, guilt, and fear going around in a vicious circle. When you're in your heart, and you are calm, and you are coherent, and you're in non-judgment, then you create solutions and cooperation. And that cycle repeats when you're in management, it's about shame, blame, guilt, and fear. And when you're in non-judgment and coherence, it's, you know, yourself, you know, the situation, you can grow from it and in growing from it, you increase your flow of energy Mm -hmm. And when you increase your flow of energy, you shine your light brighter, and then you attract lights like you like that to you. And it, it's yeah. it's simple physics,
1: right? Tracks like. And, and I could see, you know, as you were saying, you were talking about the fact that, you know, when you're in that resistance, it, it's difficult for creativity, innovation to break through that wall but that light is shining in on that great idea you know that aha moment that you get because you kind of broke down the walls that you allowed things to to be um i guess you became a sponge you allow yourself to be a, a sponge and absorb that creativity so you've got through this book mm-hmm. situation what are some other challenges that as you work with people, um, as you encounter more of these ideal clients for you, that you hear time and time again, maybe one or two challenges that keep people from being able to fail forward. When they
2: make the judgment that it's somebody else's fault, Mm -hmm. for where they are
1: not taking ownership
2: generally when people are in that space it's somebody else's fault right you know they they are an innocent victim it's been done to them not with them Mm -hmm. getting them from to to with this was something that you colluded in you were you were a part of it yeah can if you can divorce yourself from the judgment and find the value in what you learned from the situation. That's the first point. Find value in yeah. exactly where you are. That is a springboard to the next greatest version of you. Mm. And only you can choose to whether to bounce the board and jump. <laughs> right? It's a leap of faith. Yeah. Sometimes it means saying goodbye to that mm. person you thought you were going to be with for the rest of your life. Sometimes it's saying to the surgeon, okay, I might not wake up. So this is what I'm going to do first. And you do it. You, You connect and tell the people that you love, that you love them. You tell the people that you need to say, I'm sorry to, I'm sorry. You tell the people that you're going to, I might be coming, get ready. Have your hands out open to catch me. And, you know, there is nothing, there is nothing in life that you can't call on source for. Mm. I have been near, near death from surgery. I have been sitting on a step trying to figure out how I could hang or drown myself from life experiences. I had to go to those deep, dark places and have those deep, dark experiences so that I could know myself Mm -hmm. and I could grow myself. And I could flow yeah. from my knowing. You see, your knowing is what you get from your life experience, from your successes and failures. It's Your beliefs are things that have been taught to you by other mm-hmm. people. You can't mm-hmm. unteach a knowing. You can change a belief. You can't change a knowing. It's mm-hmm. true for you because you lived it.
1: Right. So what would your piece of advice be for someone as they are facing new challenges, new year, thinking I'm going to do a major change, but I'm afraid of failure. What advice would you give them to be able to go into that new experience? Watch your
2: language your language is energy mm. the words that you say to yourself the words that you say to other people the words that you read all have power they have power to define how you interpret your choices and so one of if 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 you get nothing else from working with me know that when you say the words i am Whatever God's source creator is for you, you are now expressing yourself as that energy. You are about to manifest either a miracle or a mess. What <laughs> do you want to manifest? Oh. So, the question you ask yourself is what would love do now? What would love say now? And if you're not feeling the love for a person, place, or situation, That's when you lean into the trump card. There's only one thing that trumps love, and that's grace. Grace will get you through a situation when you're not feeling the love. Sometimes Mm. you have to work your way back to love. And it's okay to be there as long as you bring your awareness to the journey through grace. Mm. I had a really tough situation in my life where a very, very dear old friend for a long time that was very close to me had become desperately, horribly estranged from me. And later on, she was dying and she reached out and she made it known that she wanted me to come to the hospital and see her. And I remember driving into the parking lot thinking, dear God, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? And I'm just saying, put one foot in front of the other, put one foot in front of the other, put one foot in front of the other. Then I was in the hospital, then I was in the elevator and I was going up and I'm thinking, oh, dear God, please, please, please let me be love. And then I thought, oh, dear God, if I can't be love, please let me be grace. The door opened and I saw my ex-husband standing there waiting to take me into his wife, who was my ex-best friend. And I said, dear God, if I can't be grace, if I can't be love and I can't be grace, please let me be quiet. And if I can't be quiet, get me the hell out of here. (laughs) Because I don't know if I could do this.
1: Yeah.
2: And source angels, guides, guardians, put their arms and wings around me, moved me forward into the first hug I had given that man in five years. And then he took me into the room and I sat with my best friend and we reconnected at a soul level that was so deep and so beautiful and so full of love Mm -hmm. from a place of such pain and then I knew that nothing was impossible. Yeah. Nothing could go wrong in my life that I couldn't bring love to it. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, ai a, wasn't doing this work then. It took me another 10 years oh, wow. to move into this work because I was in the closet all those years. I got shut down as a child I'm mm. talking about spirit and guides and guardians and angels. And I, I came out of the closet. I came out when I was ready to shine my light. Mm. And then I drew the most incredible man to me, my soulmate. And he said, this is your gift. When are you going to do it? When are you going to be it now or never? Are you now here or not anywhere? And that when it just, you know, it was the, pieces dropping in. Mm -hmm. And I became who I always was, because I now knew it to be true. Mm -hmm. You
1: believed in yourself. I believed in myself. Yeah. You, You know, you have to, you really have to know pain to know joy and love. And, and I think that journey that you took on all these years, as I said, God has a plan for you. But that journey was necessary. To be what you are today, and you
2: know what I know from one of those yo the last of the yo-yo experiences mm. is that we choose we at, at the spiritual soul level, we choose every one of the people that are in our life. we choose every challenge it's 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 mapped out, it's an outline. We, we, we finesse the details when we actually get here in human spirit, when that beautiful soul comes into the human body. We, we change things around based on, you know, the path that other people are on too. However, the players are all the same, the game is all the same, and the lessons are the same. Mm-hmm. In different degrees, we are all going through challenges Mm -hmm. in different degrees, we are all learning how to live our best life from the lessons that we learn from those challenges, unless Mm -hmm. we don't, and then we stay stuck.
1: That's right. And I think a lot of times people think that you have to have a worry-free, pain-free life to be happy and satisfied. And, And I think, you know, the lesson that you're telling us, and one that I believe is, that no, you you have this roller coaster ride that you're on, and you each if you look at each leg of your journey as a lesson to be lived is necessary, then you will have a happy life. You will be fulfilled.
2: I believe think think of, think of an inverted pyramid. Mm-hmm. This is us coming down to earth. Right. And at the point of the pyramid when we land on earth the pyramid rotates and turns around. Right. And now we have to climb the pyramid and we start out as the student. We are learning from our tribe, our parents, mm. our community, our country, our world, mm. how to, what to believe, who to believe, how to believe. And then we go to that level where, all right, I was taught to believe this. However, however, I know this to be true, and this doesn't marry with that. And how do I understand the difference? Mm. Your knowing is your knowing. It can't be taught. It's your experience, and it's your soul lesson. And then once you know, you are driven to share that lesson. We all come to the point in our life when we have to tell our truth to anyone who will listen, either through our actions, our words, our deeds, and then once we have put the lesson out there, we are the teacher of mm-hmm. ourselves and others. And then we attract the people that are coming into their own knowing and need your truth mm-hmm. because it integrates, it marries with their truth. They can understand it. And uh, that's when we all share our gifts with each
1: other. So beautiful. Oh, Donna, I have just enjoyed this wonderful conversation we've had and i hope the audience will appreciate and be looking out for donna what is your website that they could go to to learn more it's really simple
2: donna fairhurst.com ah, fairhurst turning? is f-a-r-h-u-r-s-t
1: f-a-i-r-h-u-r-s-t <laughs> well it's on the screen for those that are looking so donna com. please check out her website, get to learn more about what she can do for you. And again, it has been such a wonderful pleasure. I'm so happy that we had this time together on the Potapalooza, Find your leadership.com podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Vicki. It's been a, so, a blessing awesome. and an honor. Oh, it's been wonderful. Thank you.
0: Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling